by design, where we offer encouragement for you in your home and your soul. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And we're thrilled that you're listening in with us today. Yeah. Head over to our website. It's bydesignpodcast.com. And follow us uh, on Instagram and Facebook. We're at bydesignpodcast. We'd just love to have you just continue, along. Yeah, continue on this journey with us. And so it was really sweet. We had one of our clients um, tag us on mm-hmm. some stuff on by design. And it's just so great to see um, people enjoying their spaces. And I loved it. So make sure you go and check it out. That being said, it is like gorgeous here still in October in Northwest Indiana. My kids are swimming in the pool still, which is yeah, crazy. Like at this moment, they're yeah, on fall break. Fall break and they're swimming. Own. Like seriously. Crazy. I love the fall. That's been a huge bonus. The fall in Northwest Indiana is long and beautiful and warm. Um, but it cracks me up at that same client. Sorry, I'm switching gears again. That same client that tagged us. Mm-hmm. It cracked me up because we, um, I did something when I was lifting stuff there, like calling those giant floor pillows. Oh no, is that what happened? That's what happened. It, it, I felt like a shooting, burning, tearing through my neck and shoulder. And then it got better for a while. And then I just, because it's been so busy, I haven't had time to like rest and it got worse. So I laughed really hard because I showed up at the chiropractor like to get fixed. And I'm like, oh, look, that's here too. Oh, right. We were in there. I loved seeing you there. It was so fun. I'm like, oh. Right. We tweak our backs out at job <laughs> sites and then we pay for it. We sure do. Who knew? I'm like, I just like furniture and I haul it around a lot. And then I realize I'm not 25 anymore. I know. And things need to get. But okay, how amazing is Dr. Demko though? If you are in the Northwest Indiana area, this doctor is like, I almost don't believe it that he can, yeah, my without husband adjusting. doesn't believe it. I know. I sent Derek there because he threw his back out and it helped. Whatever he did helped. But Derek's like, I don't buy it. Oh my gosh, that's like hilarious. What he's doing. He thinks it's that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, um, today when I watched him turn on like another muscle, like with my the nerves, you know, like that's what he does instead of adjusting. He says like you know muscles the nerves are, all, are yeah connected, and, and right. if you've turned one off, then the other ones are overcompensating. So like getting the ones to fire again, and it's funny, and I know it, and like you do these little exercise, and then all of a sudden my arm worked. And it was shocking. Like I had a look of shock on my face. Like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. Anyway, so look up Dr. Denko in Chesterton. Yeah. Or find someone who does what he does. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, well, both of us have had the opportunity to like pour into other people in something that I have learned and been taught also from amazing gifted mentors that I've had is you need to learn to ask the right questions. And Jesus did that. If we were growing in Christ, you know, Mm -hmm. Jesus was the perfect example of him knowing when someone would ask him a question, he would respond with a question to make them think about it, to get to the answer on their own. Right. He knew all the answers to everything, every question ever asked, right? Right. He was God. But finding the answers ourselves is what changes us. So we, as a life group, you and I are in a life group together and we've been watching um, Matt Chandler, Village Church, do, it's the Philippians uh, study and mm-hmm. you guys had an interesting conversation. We did, yeah. Um, we were talking about um, just growing in our faith and, mm-hmm. incur- and like being more bold as we 
walk this Christian life and sharing with, um, cause Matt Chandler's message is all about just let's, you know, love God, love others, but let's really do, let's really live it out. Let's really live it out. Let's be like changed forever mm-hmm. and, um, seek to make disciples. And so he was talking through the story in Philippians of like the three different converts and, um, it's the letter that he was writing to the church in Philippi. Yeah. It is in the book of Acts. I think it's Acts 16. Yeah. We were talking about in Acts 16 about, it was like the, the, how the church in Philippians, the church in Philippi started. So these were the first believers and he was just talking about what a strong church that was. Mm-hmm. And the three people that were um, saved were like, it was like a very wealthy, prominent, smart woman who was on her A game and he had to approach her in a different way than he mm-hmm. did the other people in the story. So it was one woman, he used her intellect because she was very smart. So he spoke to her about truth and, you know, like biblical things. And then another person that um, was saved in this, this same portion of scripture was a jailer. Mm-hmm. So he was... I love that one. Yeah. He was a man who basically just did his work and cared about none of these things. And so mm-hmm. he had to... It was more like... Um, he was like an ex-GI, he was calling him. Like he was yeah. a military, he would follow the rules and do his job well. But he was like a rough guy. Like like when it says in in that portion, it says that uh, when they told him to to hold Paul and Silas in... Um, yeah, he had them beaten. He and, had them tortured, yeah, you know, he, as opposed to just Just watching them, them and yeah. guarding them. He actually went Took it a step farther. Yeah, so he was maybe an aggressive man. He wasn't someone who was like... No grace. <laughs> yeah, no grace. He might have been cold and yeah. whatever. So it was a different approach with him. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was a girl who was possessed. And mm-hmm. so that was the power of God that, in that one where, yeah. you know, he just reached down and he couldn't use intellect to save her. You know, she was walking around. She was like possessed with a demon and spouting off, you know, yeah, just calling out like these men are preaching the truth or like he was, she was basically just annoying them. It was the spirit. Screaming at them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was like God's power intervened and just saved. So we're talking about the different ways that God uses to call people to himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then we started asking the questions about the people that we're doing life with and that surround us on our the benches when we're watching our kids play sports or the people that stand next to us during work all day or right. the people like how street, wherever. How do we call on this kind of boldness to share Christ? And someone was talking about like, well, I feel like I don't have all the answers. So like I have a, I feel like I can point some people, some people I feel safe with saying, you know, would you like to come to church or, you know, what do you think about this or share, you know, talk about just normal life and the Bible but it's scary sometimes to ask the questions because what if they're asking questions you don't have the answers to? Right. Which and, I can totally relate with. Right. Sometimes I just am like, well, I have faith and yet but, I don't have the answers. But the thing is, is that the whole world is full of all of these people who mm-hmm. have things they love and are amazing doctors and amazing athletes and, or they're really into this kind of religion or whatever. Not one person has all the answers about the, the thing that they're in, into. Right. So and why there's should, no way we can pretend so we, to have all the answers. No, we don't. So we number one, we don't have to be afraid of that. Right. Because nobody oh. has the answers, all right. the answers. And so, and then the other thing like you and I were just discussing is, you know, people, it's not about asking, it's not about having all the answers, but it's about asking the right questions. Right. And so people, you know, you kind of have to maybe guide a conversation with someone when you're talking about faith and salvation and the things of God and 
you know, they'll, people are often, you know, really ready to say what they, I don't believe that because, you know, that's a lie or have you ever heard this guy speak or no, I heard this once. And so it's hearsay. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't realize that they're basing their beliefs on hearsay. They've never actually looked into it. So you could ask if, you know, you're having a conversation, you could ask someone, you know, well, why, why do you believe that? And then they'll give you an answer and then you could have them answer their own question. Sort yeah. of like, well, okay, have you, well, did you read that article? Or maybe you should read that and we or should have where it. are you getting your information from? Right. And so, and maybe they can tell you. And like, honestly, you not, guys. Not, not being like, where are you getting your, like, just no. like, so I'm just curious. Where but are you like, getting this but from? it's opening the conversation and making a real relationship with someone. So you could challenge them, but like, why don't you look into that yourself and read up about it? And then let's talk about it again. I would but love, like, yeah. But put your mind and your heart to it. If you're really going to say you don't believe those things, you need then to know what you're talking about. You should know why. Yeah. And so that's what Jesus did, right? He, he always asked the right question. I love that. And, and the thing that is awesome that I noticed in this is that the question that he'll say to people a lot in the Bible is, who do you say I am? Yeah. So like the people will say this or this person says you're this or that. And he'll say, well, who do you say I am? And that's the question that we all need to get to is who is Jesus to you yeah. and why? Right. Like where where do you come with these answers? That's Are the just, most important question. You know? Tozer says that. Like the, Does he say that? He says that the most important thing you'll ever like the own the most important um, conclusion you'll ever make in your life is who is God, mm. and how, who is He to you? Yeah. You know, like oh, right because everything else will flow out of that. And honestly, how often do we see that? So many people that I meet with that is that's it all is hinged on their identity. Mm -hmm. They do not know whose they are, mm -hmm. and they don't know why they are. They don't know, you know, how God would love them. They don't understand that God would choose them, but not this other person. They don't understand mm -hmm. why, you know, there's so much hate and horrible things in the world. Like, I get that question a lot. Why is God, I don't think God would, I don't think God would allow, allow these things to happen, which always makes me smile and chuckle because it's like, okay, you don't think, like, don't worry, believe it or not, you're not God. So really mm -hmm. what you think doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, right. like, which is like, if you just get yourself out of it. Um, and then I love that when Lionel, Lionel always will say... Our pastor of our church. Yeah, Lionel. he'll say mm -hmm. that, you know, if God had to go around and clean up the filth in the world and the evil and the sinners and the bad people, we like, we like to see everything through levels, you know, but he'd end up knocking on my door and your door and be like, you know what? You've got to go. Hmm. Right? Like we are all sinners and saved by grace. So right. on, like whether you've, which is hard. Some people don't like that. They don't like thinking. None of, none of us like that, right? <laughs> right. That, that's a hard, they don't want to, they want to be like Jonah. They don't deserve it, you mm -hmm. know? And mm -hmm. it's yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I'm writing notes as the, red flags come oh yeah let's talk about this i get excited <laughs> um uh the other like so have you ever read the book um your christianity by yeah. c.s lewis well that's, i've tried yeah multiple times but i think that's a good one for people to read it's like if they're brilliant. struggling to share their faith like that's what we want to do in this episode is just encourage you to live out your calling to make disciples and step into boldness so the and first thing you, you don't have to have all the answers right but like just ask the question yeah ask questions or um, you know, don't be afraid not to have all the answers. God is the only one who has all the answers. Um, and the, like this book here that I was talking about, Mere Christianity, like one of the questions um, 
that he asks in the book is like, well, everyone will claim that there's good and evil. Right. Uh, and Suis, so C.S. Lewis talks about, um, well, where does it come from? Right. And so it's a good place to start. Right. And so people really have to think about that. But I would read that book and I recommend that. Absolutely. Um, to anyone who, you know, Absolutely. it's just like, it's just good building blocks. Even to, if, to help even you if you've been arm yourself. Oh, right. Read it again. Absolutely. Yeah, I might read it again. Yeah. I, read it, I read it maybe, I mean, only like maybe five years ago or yeah. something. But I love that. Like I struggle with wanting, not because I think I have all the answers, but because I, I hurt and ache for people that are struggling and hurting. And, and that's really hard when you're sitting there and you're like, just stop it. You mm-hmm. know, like your, your thoughts are toxic. And, you know, the way you're, Living is hurting yourself ultimately, and it's going to have a ripple effect and hurt your kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, they just feel so, they don't know how to get out of it, you know, and that feeling. And I want to help them, but I can't be their Holy Spirit, you no, know. Only God can do the work in exactly. someone's heart. And they have to choose that. Right. And that's actually an encouraging thing when you have to, when you're trying to share your faith with someone is that, you know, you're not going to be able to save them. You're you know, you, you don't have, all. yeah, you don't have to have the perfect conversation. You don't have to sugarcoat. You just speak truth and God works. Yeah. And if you think about, like you mentioned Jonah earlier, like yeah. he was like the, we talked about him in our Bible study this week. He was like the worst Christian ever. Like he ran. And the crazy He hated is, the people. You said you were talking about him being a oh, racist. Yeah, he, he was. Sucked. He felt like <laughs> they didn't deserve God. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was pious. Like he was a jerk. And mm-hmm. then the book ends with him pouting. Like, it's just, to me, it's just so interesting. Like, how how easy, especially Christians, you know, like, mm-hmm. we can get pious in our faith and look down our noses at sinners and not even see ourselves, you know, not right. see our own sin. And that's where that slippery, very slippery slopes. Mm-hmm. And how about happening. you have David, on the other hand, who, mm. who made huge mistakes. Like, imagine David being the pastor of one of our churches and trying right. to having an affair and then trying to, and then killing the husband so he could keep it a secret and keep this woman or and whatever. the baby the, dies. And, yeah, all these things. And like the know. devastation, because these things happen. Like yeah. real pastors of real churches in our neighborhoods are doing these things because they're human. Yeah. And sometimes our sin gets a foothold and it takes us down a path that we didn't want to go down. And right. here we are. And if somebody but had maybe just come along and asked some questions, this is where it's like we can't have our faith alone. We have right. to have we have to be in community. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that that person who has failed really bad doesn't have a heart after Amen. God. David did. Yes. And God can redeem all. And he's the 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 man we go to in the Bible and we just love the the truth that he, you know, uh, oh, proclaimed. He was a warrior and, and the way yeah, he loved God. The story is wonderful. God. The story of Jonah, not so much. So, yeah. But we're all more like Jonah, right? And it cracks me up too. Like Paul is like the... Like the church planter that we all strive to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like as leaders and stuff. Like, yeah. And yet he was going around killing Christians and bringing them back right in chains. That. Like, yep. you and, know, and yet if yeah. God can redeem the ugly places in their mm-hmm. lives, he can do that for us too. So mm-hmm. that we can, you know, be worthy of the calling that's on our lives. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, yeah, so that is something I have had to learn to do and I've had to grow in that. This has not come... And that is where you need to rely on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, to give you discernment, to give you the words. And you know what? If you are asking and willing to have these conversations with somebody, God will be faithful. He'll show up. Right. He'll and give you the right questions to ask. Mm-hmm. 
And the other thing, uh, just thinking about that, is that the Holy Spirit can show up. And, you know, sometimes maybe you don't feel like the Holy Spirit is there, but you have an opportunity because, you know, sometimes it's not, we might not have the words, but that doesn't mean that we can't speak truth. And so that's what the important part of like hiding the word in your heart, having Bible verses in your brain and mm-hmm. hidden somewhere down deep. Sometimes they come to mind. Yeah. Um, and so I was just thinking of, you know, I have, I know someone that I've been trying to witness to for years and they're like quasi maybe crazy. And um, just they live in a different reality yeah. than me and than most everyone that I know. And I never want to devalue that person. I try to love mm-hmm. them and I listen to the things they say and it's some crazy, crazy stuff. And God gave me this. I, I feel like he answered my prayer once um, when I was having a conversation with his, this individual. I, I was like, it was so horrible. I just couldn't not wait for it to end. I didn't even know because I never even know how to respond to right. that uh, level of craziness. <laughs> oh. And the Lord said to me in my spirit, speak truth, give a verse. So I would just be like, hey, you know what? That reminds me of this one verse. And I would say, share the verse and the whole, the whole, like the beauty of it is, is like, I can never make that person I can't change what's going on in their mind and their heart that's so screwed up because it's a deep, dark, messy, right. painful situation. But I can speak truth and there's power in the word of God. And so if I put truth out there, I'm giving the Holy Spirit a chance to use that in their life because the Bible changes people. Amen. Me trying to make it's a, a living book. me trying to make sense of mm-hmm. their messy life. But every time right. I see them, if I try to lay a piece of scripture out there. God, and not you, like the crazy Bible lady. Way, no, but, but I'm like trying to relate it to, yeah. you know, but I actually... God's word will not come back void. Yes, and they're trying to talk to me about spiritual things, but it's <laughs> it's crazy. And like, I don't even, I can't even, oh. it's one of those things where there's no way you'll ever meet in the middle because they're so far gone over here and you're so far gone on this side. There's no... And you're like, well, enjoy your ditch. <laughs> right. But so I can just throw the word out there yeah, yeah. in the conversation. But hey. that's there's power there and God can yeah. use that. So I just wanted to mention that. Like, Absolutely. I, you know, I struggled for years and just with these conversations. And then all of a sudden one day it became clear, like, this is how I can... I can still be a witness. Like I, I, I will never change them, but I can point them to truth. I'm the arrow. Yep, absolutely. Be the arrow. Yeah. Um, who is that guy? He wrote a book. Um, he was trying to prove that Jesus was not true. He oh, was, the case for Christ. The Lee case Strobel. for Christ. Yeah, Lee Strobel. That's a good book too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so just ways to arm yourself so you feel like you have something, but you can also go in with nothing to any conversation, and God is still God. If you are following Jesus, okay, if you love God. And you love God and you're loving the people around you. Jesus is just going to come out of you just because the way you love, the way you kind, the way you speak, all of the things that you do mm-hmm. will point to Jesus, right? So we need to be aware of that too, just by the way we're living our lives and speaking to our spouse and, um, or our friends and, mm-hmm. you know, like just being light, you know, in a dark world, that alone, sometimes it's just, enough to show up sometimes mm-hmm. just showing up for somebody you don't have to use words but just being presence because if the holy spirit's in you you're bringing god with you everywhere you go you're bringing jesus with you everywhere you go so just that presence of right being present mm-hmm. in any situation or you know that that's mm-hmm. just enough sometimes i was thinking about you know even myself many years ago i mean not that many years ago maybe maybe seven years ago or so when i look back um 
when I was just like a girl in a neighborhood with lots of friends and no idea how in the world to be a light to them. Mm. It is so hard when you're like in a situation and you've been there for a while to just suddenly throw out the gospel. Yeah. And so that's where we're going to be praying for boldness for our listeners to just take the steps because um, it's like spiritual things, life and death, the reality that we are all going to yeah, face our maker this is serious business it's and real. so it's worth us overcoming ourselves mm-hmm. and our fear of not being like i have one friend who is like sharing the gospel and then another friend who wants to and she's in this situation and she just never knows how to do it so she's been in this friendship with these young girls for three or four months and she's trying so to. so they're younger than her yes much younger and she's trying to mentor them but she is also just maybe trying to be cool Right. And has no idea how to... Well, she does need to build that relationship right. over time. You know what but I mean? The funny, so that, but so the that funny, there's credibility. The thing, yeah, though, is, is that there's two... They all, both are working with the same group of girls. The one oh, friend hilarious. just came out and said, hey, would you guys want to go to a Bible study that I'm leading? And the girl was like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the thing. Yeah. It's like we're always so afraid that we're going to drive people away, but some people are just waiting to be asked. You're on the side of just... Right. Throw it all the wind. Who cares? If not, okay. You have to be who you are. Yeah. And this is who, you know, if you're following the Lord and you care about these, this is who you are. I say, if you're keeping your mouth shut and never talking about Mm. your faith in those relationships, that's you um, not being true to who you are. You know what I mean? Like living in fear. Well, if you're abiding in the vine, the fruit will come out. And so if the fruit's never coming out, then I'm, I'm asking the question, are you abiding in the vine? Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. let the let the truth. And um, if that hurts, it's not. Uh, it's not. Oh, it's not to hurt you. I was it's, just. It's to. Yeah, I've to been there. Myself. Encourage you. Yeah, you I've know? done that. I've I've Let's been that girl. Yeah, I've been that girl too. And it, but it's a beautiful thing to step through into the the hard parts. Um. So one of the guys in our Bible study the night, other night was talking about um, you know, people were asking like one of the, he said when he was saying one of the questions that people always ask is like. Well, Jesus, you know, did Jesus really even live? Was he even real? And he was saying he's a guy that really studies apologetics. Mm, And he was saying, like, that is the one question that is so confirmed. He said historians, famous historians all over the world, like educated people who study history and all these things, like they, you know. It's documented. There's historical evidence. There's no doubt Mm -hmm. that he, that these things happened and the same things that we're saying happened in the gospel they happened Mm -hmm. now they don't claim jesus as god but they cannot deny absolutely that those things happened and i think so many of us just rest on i mean so many of the you know probably myself included before i was saved like well could you even prove that because we haven't looked for the information okay this is amazing josh reasoner we've had him he's a friend of the podcast Mm -hmm. he was preaching a couple weeks ago about this and he was about this is where we stand this is who jesus is and he gave the four most common myths of what really happened. Like you can Google that and find out what really happened to Jesus. Like somebody said that they went to the wrong tomb. So he like, maybe he really was dead in a tomb. They didn't go to Joseph's tomb, which was like a really famous tomb guys. They knew where it was <laughs> like, right. And then like, there was like these other ones of like, um, he never really died. You know, he was just really weary and whatever. And, like there's, so he gave those different myths and he was able to like debunk them. And it was really great. Like it was hmm. so eye-opening 
Like, I, it's I so important to-, to have a, a Bible teaching church mm-hmm. that will um, explain the gospel, it'll explain the word of God, and it will apply it to our lives. So if you are not in a church that's doing that, there are some really great churches out there. Um, but we'll share Josh's sermon because it was on fire. I'm excited. It was amazing. Yeah, I missed that day. So I can't wait to hear. And we'll share on our website, bydesignpodcast.com, all of the books we talked about too. Yes. Um, Go to so. the website yeah. and stay tuned. We're going to have another episode where we talked about the client that, you know, we wrecked our backs at. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're we'll going to have that in a future episode. Yeah. You get to see some amazing before and afters. So. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we are, we'll be praying for you guys. Uh, this just that you will walk boldly, more boldly in your faith, that God will. You know, show up in the pages of the word and just encourage you to speak truth Amen. to the people you're doing life with as we seek to do the same. Absolutely. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.